Shut up and sit down. People who don't wash their hands after they go to the bathroom get nasty. The Lord is watching. Say what? You came back for another dialed podcast with Matt Lee Grand, Evan Price, Lance Hepler, and Jake Von During? You're the best. We all can use a good Chinese proverb from time to time. So here you go. A man who cannot tolerate small misfortunes can never accomplish great things. Stay strong, my friends. I want to go to the zoo and tickle a gorilla and me a punch it in the face. You got to cuss yourself out every once in a while. What can I say? You know? Hi, and welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I am Jake Fondering, and I'm here with Mr. Lance Hepler. Sir Lancelot the Sexy. <laughs> you just roll back on that one. You're like, what do I say? What do I say? I've totally, Lance, I blew it. Lance looks like just, he just got like you jumped in a like... river and that got blow dried instantly. It's like <laughs> slightly sunburned. His hair's bleach white. This is perfect uh, <laughs> post-ride hair. Is what He's got a is. handlebar mustache for some reason. I just <laughs> <laughs> realized. Did we get started a little too fast for you, Lance? Did we just so start sweet. over? He was no, shocked. We're he was shocked. <laughs> we are going. He is right, Mr. Matt Legrand. What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? You guys are looking not too fantastic, I have to admit. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? Well, <laughs> just, you just look, you look the like internet you just people are probably bike. fine. The people in here are terrible. You look, you look like you just jumped off your bike. The rest of us look like we haven't slept in a week. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Matt's, a, Matt's in a dreamscape right now. Yes. <laughs> and last but not least, Mr. Evan Price. We have a lot of very interesting drinks here. I am drinking a black coffee at 2.30 p.m. Don't know why. You know, I just got out of the pool. I was like, what well, sounds good? Coffee. That All right. sounds yep. terrible. It Jake, really is, to be honest. It was not a great choice. Jake but came through with a LaCroix for me. Matt's That's got LaCroix. a huge win. Yeah. Jake's helping his gut health over there with some uh, kombucha. Some uh, Drew or Brew Doctor. Superberry. And then Lance is... Double fisting. I'm double fisting. Double fisting. <laughs> I, have, I have Gatorade Zero and a Perrier. Ah, straight out of Italy. Nice. <laughs> what are you chasing what with? I don't know. The Perrier's gone yeah. already. Oh. Tell you what, after a I'm, long ride, nothing better than zero calories. Right. <laughs> I'm drinking no calories at the moment. Uh, the two gents across the table from me of the triathlon persuasion raced this weekend, so we're going to start with them. Oh, yeah. We've had so much racing lately in the triathlon world locally. Quick Rochambeau to see who goes first. Local. Yeah. Um, Rock, paper, scissors, I'll shoot. go first. Okay, Matt, Matt one, goes he goes. I uh, did a triathlon this weekend, I guess, and um, had fun. Swam without a camera, so that was faster than swimming with cameras. You didn't have it tucked into your waistband this time? The, yeah, the Is time that before a camera in your Speedo, swimming. or are you just happy to see us, Mr. Matt? <laughs> the time before, I was swimming with a GoPro with a mount big thing on it, and then I did like a one arm with the other one. And I took my time on the swim, and this one I actually tried to pick up the pace a little bit, no camera. Uh, I did bring a camera on the bike, two cameras on the bike, and one, one camera on the run. 
I was, you know, you're able to kind of move a little bit faster on that. So I am quite sore today mm-hmm. from trying hard in the triathlon. Matt was, Matt was giving it the beans because each time I saw him, it the looked beans. like he was giving it the beans. Yeah. <laughs> I love that saying so much, and it just it's one of my favorite it doesn't sayings. sink yeah. in with me. I, I didn't I don't see use you really that. on the yeah. course. I, I, here's what so – Well, I, I saw you. You must have been just – you were you, not looking up. Jake, <laughs> do you need some beans? I've got some beans for you, Jake. I so, bet you do. Because so you started – I was riding. Yeah, I started You started maybe, five minutes after. I'd say an hour behind you. Gotcha. <laughs> that's why that's why you held me off. That's the, the only, only reason. reason. That's the only reason. Uh, but I was biking and I was like, that guy's going pretty fast over there. Looks just like Evan with the disc wheel, but Evan's doing the Olympic zone. So I know that's not him. And it was you, I guess. Surprise, surprise. I was so, doing the sprint. Yeah. So I did see you. I just didn't think I saw you. Yeah. And I think you were going, yeah, you were going the other way on the bike. That's when I saw you. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Didn't yep. see, I didn't see that much. Oh, and when I finished the bike, you were going out on your run. Yep. Like that, that time I was like, oh, yeah, that's, yep. that's Evan. Yeah. I guess he is doing the sprint. I guess I don't I know what I'm talking about. Awkward, gangly <laughs> guy with the next percents. Yeah, that's um, definitely Evan. I won the whatever age group I'm in, 40 to 45 or something like that. To Matt was the winner. Yeah. Yeah. Top step of the podium. Was. Yep. And, Congratulations, and uh, Lance Matt. helped heckle. I did do some heckling. That yes. was the that was definitely the highlight. The heckling. <laughs> I showed up late and heckled Matt and Evan. Fun. It was a lot of fun seeing Lance <laughs> and out Matt's there. friend. It was a JP. lot of fun. Yep. JP, yeah. It was JP. awesome seeing JP out there. JP also won his age group in the Olympic. Yeah. Now JP is doing Maple Valley. Yes. That's why I thought. Yeah. Man, that's so, awesome. It's gonna be a pretty cool race up there. Yeah. I'm Are you gonna wander up there? I believe so. Yes. Okay. I did a mountain bike race in Maple Valley earlier really? in the year. Yeah. Was it great? Yeah, it was cool. They put cool on good, ra- yeah. good races. Yep. I don't think there's much like place to stay or things like that up there. It seems well, you know, it's Renton. That's it's what I'm finding with Best in the West yeah, too. It sounds like let's look at hotels. There are nope. no. Okay. No. <laughs> like people, the, people camp there. My, my hotel's like 30 minutes away, which is fine. That's fine. But, yeah. I think I've biked like every day this in the past week or something like that, and I'm gonna maybe hop on the trainer tonight. We're rolling right into this hundred day Matt thing. Matt Legrand is gaining weight yeah. again. Well, I don't know if I'd go that far, but he's doing things though. I'm on. I'm Stuff rolling around. Things he's yeah. doing them, and, and giving uh, it the beans. He's giving, giving, it, the, it, he's the giving beans. it the beans. <laughs> Matt, I've got some beans for you. I would like you to give them. <laughs> yeah, to me, give, please. <laughs> giving the beans. Uh, Mr. Price, how was your week? How was your um, sprint triathlon experience? It was fun. Did you sprint? It was fun. I, you know, I don't know how to sprint anymore, so I think I just like tried to go fast and eventually. Your transition was faster than mine. I thought that was the Ooh. one spot I might get you. That was my one goal in T1. Going into this race, I was like, you know what? You really suck at T1, Evan. You probably need to go Pick faster there. So I tried to you go were faster. Like, you were like one. 12 or 114 and i was 119 yeah. and i was like oh dang it i could close i could close i'm much that. better at t2 i don't know what it is about t2 i'm just it's much easier. smoother there yeah. yeah but yeah um it's been a fun last week i actually raced twice this last week i raced my first bike race since a long time 2019 I guess silverton was, was last time you raced yeah silverton was last time i raced and i was definitely not in good shape mm-hmm. in silverton yeah. so this was the first bike race where i felt like oh hey i'm in good shape right now i want to go race and i did pir which is awesome because I feel like PR is like this regional just staple, and I never done it. This is the year of me trying to do things I should have done in this region for a long time. <laughs> sure, and PR definitely makes that list. Remind me, do you have a power meter on your BMC? Absolutely no. not. No, I do okay. not. So no, I, I happened oh, across. It put my average at like four hundred watts or something. <laughs> like that. Your average power was three fifty five. I saw that, and I, I didn't get a chance to like no. look and see if you were actually using a power meter or not. But yeah, actually, like, Evan only no. weighs um, ninety seven pounds. 
according to Strava. Strava. According to Strava. <laughs> so that's that's one interesting thing that we don't know about him. I know that that is the funny thing for people to know how much I weigh. I always get those comments after I get like Strava like Strava, faster Strava bike rides where they guess my watch and somebody's like, "Oh my god, that was like north of five watts for that entire five watts per kilo." I'm like, "That's uh, not accurate sorry. by any means." <laughs> that is, when you're in a group of sixty guys, it's a little bit yeah. easier to travel quick. So how did that race go down for you? It was a blast. Uh, Lance was there. Ed was there. Yep, we had Paul seven first or eight, was there. Nine, uh, dog like guys nine guys, a lot of guys. Three, four I got to meet race. some people. Yep. Yeah, it was a three four race. Yeah. Um, I had to renew my Ober license on the drive there because I Lance okay. tells me I had to sign up online. So literally, yeah. I pulled over on the side of the road and signed up for the race <laughs> on my way there from work. So <laughs> three weeks ago, they cut off. Um, registration of. like at noon so you wouldn't have been able to register but they I'm not even sure if that lady knew I was on I, I came up was like Evan she's like okay uh, she kind of like looked at her computer she's like here's your number she like I'm not sure if I was actually on that list or not but I paid so <laughs> what was it like but yeah, racing it, the bike it was fun man did I, you go to the front and just um, I'm a time trialist this is what I do that was basically uh, yes I that's yeah. exactly what it did <laughs> it was a group who would have predicted that who could have thunk it I, there was like 50 people in, in our 50, race I think, yeah. I think there was like 50 in our race yeah. and uh yeah, we did 33 miles. Um, yeah. Evan sat on the front for 30. Well, of there those. was like, <laughs> so like I went on the front for two or three laps earlier in the race, and then I come off and like there were just some games going on up front. And the speed wasn't that high. My only goal was like, we're not gonna let the one two three field catch us. So I was like, I am not gonna be yeah. part of a three four field that gets brought in by the one two field. So I sat on the it front did not happen. and was like, I got four laps to make sure we don't get caught, and hopefully somebody on our team can sprint. But me and Lance were talking. It's like. These the, the, these races, PIR is a brutal course to get away on. You need to be yeah. like... It's flat. So it, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a hard course to get away. You have to... The only time it's easy, or not easy, but easier to get away is after the pre-laps. Yeah, exactly. It's a points race. So when yep. you ring the bell and you come around to get those, there's guys <coughs> sprinting to get those points. Yep. You have to attack there. Yeah. Oh, and I thought that there was going to be an attack that was going to stick when I led us into a pre-lap. This was the first or second pre-lap. Second pre-lap. I let us into that. Guy sprinted around. I was pretty cooked. And some guy, I forget his name, really nice guy. I think he was for metal cycling, tattoos up and down his arms, super nice guy, comes up behind and pushes me, like, to keep me, like, up with Stay this up group. Here. Stay up here. Yeah, because I was, like, clearly pretty shelled. I was like, oh, man, I was not expecting the break to go there. As Jake said, of course, the break would go there. I don't know why I was thinking it wouldn't. But, yeah, um, a lot of fun racing again. I finally got back into the rhythm of, like, crit cornering. Yeah, that took me three or four laps to re remember how to like crit corner yeah. well. Yeah, but it was fun. Sat on the front for four last laps, and clearly I've only been time trial training. That's all I had. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then Saturday raced again uh, in a sprint triathlon. Rode to the race, ran after the race, rode after the race. Turned into a big training day. But how was yeah. your? Did I mean? Did you look at your? Did everything splits? I needed to. Yeah, I mean, your run was, was a touch fast, right? Yeah, yeah, there was um, – uh, the course was a little long, so I was actually pretty happy with the run. I think I hit the 5K at, like, 16 low, so tapered. I'd be pretty sure I'd be, like – I think I think I could probably go 15 mid Yeah, off the bike tapered. And the the bike was right where me and Josh had just done time trial efforts out the day before, so I was a little bit quicker than our time trial efforts in the race, which was good. That's, good. That's awesome. Yeah. Good job, Evan Price. Yeah. It was fun. You were crushing. It was fun to watch. Yeah. Did you get heckled? Got to talk with Did you get heckled? Did you get heckled when you were on the podium? Yes. <laughs> I did hear some yells. They That's were funny. I'm pretty sure Matt said Matt. something. I'm pretty sure Lance said JP I think said we were, something too. We were talking no. about. Yeah, we we were we were teasing you for beating all the high schoolers because <laughs> I'll I, tell you what. I felt immediately guilty after saying that. I was telling Cassie too. It's like 
like those two kids were so excited to be up there and were just awesome. I was like trying to congratulate myself. It's embarrassing being the guy who goes up there and they're like, "Well, man, you won by ten minutes." And I was like, "I know. I should not be. You two should be sitting on the top of this podium having a blast that you two raced each other the entire day, and this thirty-year-old comes and ruins your sprint race with with a disc wheel. Like that's, I'm pretty sure they were both on road bikes. Yeah, they were on tricycles. They were I young. So. Mountain bikes, both of them. Mountain bikes. One of them was a very fast swimmer too. Really? Actually, so, were they? Yeah, one of them yeah. was. I, well, I think I, they weren't in high. School. Yeah, I did feel bad because the guy who took second was actually twenty, and in college, he just, oh, was he? he just oh, looked gotcha. like he was fifteen. Everybody under the age twenty-five looks like they're fifteen. And the other so. guy was like seventeen or something, yeah. but they yeah. were they were basically teenagers. Hey, I told them both to keep on, keep on, keeping on. They were enthusiastic and excited. It was fun to see. Yeah, they, they didn't they didn't appreciate the heckling though. They did not. They were no. Did, sure. They didn't laugh. Sure they were offended. <laughs> me, me and Matt laughed at the, each other. What was we the thought, heckling? We, now, thought, now we, we thought we were hilarious. Yeah. But we just that. offended. Like, oh, was it something like you guys just lost to an old guy or something? Yeah. <laughs> like, way to beat the high schoolers, man. Oh, no, I do remember that now. Yeah. It's rude. Yeah. yeah. But hey, why why put on an awesome race season for triathlon? I want to give a big shout to Carissa, who we've had on this show. She is yep. she has put in so much hard work in the face of a lot of obviously a lot of challenges this last year all of those races got moved to columbia river yeah out to the frenchman's bar also area. shout out to whoever runs frenchman's bar or whoever runs the park, you know anything for that yeah thank you and the, and the fact they shut down the road for it yeah fantastic. yeah they awesome. have had to do on every one of those yeah. fantastic i've raced in a lot of different parts of this country there's not many like better little race venues there than frenchman's bar that's about as good as it gets for I don't, a triathlon i don't agree with you but i'm not a fan of the river <laughs> swim to be I, honest but I think that I'm okay with the river some. It's the turnarounds. Oh, the, the bike, bike definitely slow you uh, down. Yeah. And it's, I just wish it could like go Because they're 180 further. degree turns. You, you can't like. Yeah, for a 12 mile course, it really doesn't. It. No, it really I, does you know not make for a fast bike course. I wish you could go up and go left and go to that yes. other dead end. Mm-hmm. And that way you could do almost, I don't know. You probably still need more distance for an Olympic. I was but. so confused when we went past the tur- the dead end too. Yeah. The gate. I've never too. gone past the gate before. So I was like, what are we doing right now? <laughs> I was they just open up, oh, they open up the gates at the very end. They open up the gates. They got that family to allow that to happen. You probably picked up all my KOMs that I have. You know, I have like all. Oh, these I did. I grabbed. I grabbed some KOMs over there. Yeah. Oh, they're probably mine. Because <laughs> I had all these ones. I had <laughs> I all these look. ones that are like go that down. Nobody's ever gone there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they close the road. Because oh. then they yeah. So then they close that road at one point. Those so are highly protected KOMs. They were so protected <laughs> until now. Dang it! I don't remember getting an uh oh email, but I'm sure you got some homework to do while we're sitting here. Yep. Mr. Hepler, what? What did you do this past? I week? rode my bike every day. <laughs> how how long did you end up riding Saturday while you're waiting for your car? Um, I only rode like seventy five miles. I didn't. I didn't go that. <laughs> Not far. so much. It was no. like it was like four hours, yeah. and then I, I actually hot, spent man. a lot of time at the triathlon, which I appreciated. I spent I like bad. two and a half hours at the triathlon. I was just, like, yeah, uh, just watching. Keep hanging out, Lance. <laughs> Lance, we were... Lance rode with me while I was running, so he was riding at ten miles an hour <laughs> I was for a while. Ten miles an hour. Well, well, Evan was doing his cool down run, which was awfully fun, but uh. uh no, it was we we were doing like off the cuff interviews with people. Matt was walking around with his camera, and I was just interviewing people randomly. I saw the JP interview. I liked the JP interview. JP, poor JP. He was like thinking that we were doing like a serious interview, and then Lance said something like, "Why did you suck out there so bad?" <laughs> this is for the Colombian, in case you were wondering. Yeah. And then he crotch shot me. I think you got on that camera. On camera. I haven't looked at any of the footage. You guys also interviewed a nine. 92 year old man 91 year old 91 year old that was the best who talked about the benefits of triathlon for him personally his his personal life this is a family show so we will not go into the details there no we will go into the details (laughs) 
91-year-old uh, Lou Hollander from Bend, Oregon. Yes. He is in the Guinness Book of World Records for having done the most Ironman races or the most, I don't know. 25 years straight of Kona. He has a Guinness Book of World Records related with something Ironman triathlon. races. Something yeah. triathlon. Yeah, and so I'm like, how do you... <laughs> I don't. I don't know why. I'll, he didn't really. I don't think he thought the camera was on, but I'm not sure. Uh, he's 91. I'm sure he, he knew or didn't care. But that the camera I don't think he was talking very. He was talking very quietly, so but I don't think we were. All really of a got sudden, anything. he was just like, he goes, "Yeah, I got, I got remarried like four years ago, and I'm having more sex than I've ever had in my <laughs> entire life." It, it was whoa, funniest <laughs> thing. Wait, Be- that's not what I asked. Benefits of triathlon, yeah. Yeah, that wasn't even a question. You just you, you just went to answer. You it went like way. hands to knees, laughing as hard as you could. And I, I think that was like the best part was just like seeing your my reaction. reaction to him. Like, what did you really just say? That, that? is absolutely hilarious. And then and I'm like, I can't okay. wait for him to go to like a USAT nationals and get interviewed after, and then answer that answer way that. on that live so stream. Well, then I said, I go, Lou, you're 91 years old. How do your knees still work? He goes, It's just like the sex. You use it or you lose it. Oh my god, that's <laughs> and awesome. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, you just keep going and just keep going and your knees will just, they'll just work. And I'm like, no, everybody else's knees implode. Why do your oh, knees man. still work? I want, I want that man to be the poster boy of like he has what a, I point to for triathlon he, now with PT. <laughs> I think he has some sort of book that we like need yeah, to pick up because it's, it's called really, Use It or it's called Lose Use It. it, or lose it. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. He, yes. he has a book called Use It or Lose It. Yes. I'm buying yeah. that book right now. Buying right now. Well, it, was <laughs> at, it was at the race. Like You could pick it up at the... Seriously? Um, yeah, I, I saw it, but then I didn't like realize what, what it was. What it was. You know? And so I was like, oh, okay. But anyway. yeah, Amazon. You could probably, probably grab it right now. It was quite hilarious. We Just me and Matt walking around the crowds that was, um, that was, making fun of people. That was, my, that was a highlight of my day. <laughs> it was kind of fun. <laughs> so yeah, I did I did some other writing. I did race with Evan. I threw up in my mouth and barely held on to the back, <laughs> the back <laughs> of the field. Threw up in your mouth? I did. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> I would toothbrush aisle four. <laughs> well, here I I just been this last four and a half weeks. I did I, all I did was road for fun. It was nothing structured sure. at all. I get back into town and what do I do? Oh, let's go do the three four this. race. <laughs> and it was like okay, just don't get dropped and don't <laughs> crash. And it, it was basically I was just holding on. I tried to make the race as boring as I could for you. I'm sorry. You you did good. Matt was sitting on the front, pulling it like 28 miles an hour. That's basically how 30 of those miles were. Okay, so that guy that we brought in randomly, was he a 1-2-3 rider? I don't think so. Do you know what I'm talking about? He had the most faint attacks. It was like towards the end. We brought that guy back. He just like randomly came to the pack. And then I think he was from the one, two, three field. And I think he was embarrassed oh. to be with us because he kept on trying to attack. Oh, maybe. I don't know. And then we bring him back. He was doing a really off rhythm thing. I was like, buddy, you can just hang in the pack. This is not going to work for That's you. Too but funny. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the week, um, I, yeah, I don't know. I got to bike with you. I, that was the oh, highlight yes. of your week. <laughs> and then I biked. I did get, we did end up biking together. Let me just tell you what was your highlight. <laughs> Me and Jake headed out for like an easy Sunday ride, and we we're just cruising along. And boom, we ran into Matt and yeah, Sean nice. and Shelly. And Sean and Shelly, they're oh. you know, they're cool too. Yeah, yeah. So we we kind of rode together for a while, which was, it was which nice. was the highlight of my week. Absolutely, uh, yeah. my entire week. <laughs> did you guys go further? Did you guys keep on rolling? No, we, not really. You not guys really. called it. Yeah, kind of called we, it a day. We, we went up and took a couple <laughs> KOMs and then went home. <laughs> Man, I nice. You guys are collecting some KOMs. We should like do a round of how many numbers you have of KOMs. Does that get recorded somewhere? It Wait, does. It's on the Strava page. Like we, there's a page. We know there's Lance has the most. I'm, I'm not even close. I don't I've know only if got I have few. the most. Jake might have the most for yeah. sure. 
I don't know. Who cares? I don't. I haven't even. I couldn't even tell you how many I have. I haven't looked in so long. Oh, I haven't pulled up. Imagine that. <laughs> Too funny. <laughs> of course I was gonna you re- do. I was going to reference. No, that it's because I'm there. on my. You could just check page. your tattoo and see where exactly yeah. where your numbers are. How many notch marks you have? It's like a, yeah, yeah. It's like a. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not important to me, but let me just check and see where it's in my tattoo. It's a number of teardrops he has coming out of his eyes. I have I have 16 pages. Okay. I have one. So, so I think you win. <laughs> I mean, it's like 20 per page or something like that. Uh, I think it's 20 per page. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. How many does Handel have? I don't know. Shabadoo has to have he probably 30 pages plus, maybe. He must have. That little He goes out every time he goes for a ride, he gets a KOM. Mine, mine are all cheap and short and, and downhill. Yeah. There's no legit KOMs in my whole <laughs> Cheap, <thing>. short, <laughs> and downhill. I don't even know where you find them. I need a guarantee it's, of 20 minutes. I think you have to go to the, you have to go to the web it. version. Of no, you can Strava. find them on there. You have to go to um, segments. Oh, you can go to the app and do that, huh? Yeah. Oh, wow. If you find segments and then up at the top, yeah, see KOMs. It won't show all of them, but it will show it will show several of them. Yeah, it looks like I maxed out. I just must have. They they must stop here because there's just so many. <laughs> so many. You have one page. Load, they can't load any more than this, right? <laughs> Good times. Um, all right, yeah, enough have, of that. I have more running than cycling, but it's close. It's a local legend. This but is I am important. back full speed on the training plan. Good so for you. I'm doing three days of intervals so that I can be ready for the cross season, which is about to start. In As they say, two weeks. Yeah, cross, cross is coming. coming. So oh, yeah, I am. Um, yeah, I'm. I I'm think even if I wanted to on. do that, I couldn't because there's no cross bikes and I don't have one. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, you can't buy them. You could, you could, you could race your gravel bike. It was not the same thing. No, it's, it's not the same. No, thing. It's but you could different. race your gravel bike. Could, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yep. How my, about you, Jake? I went camping, had fun. Went to Ooh, Lost Lake. Lost Lake. Yeah, it was, it was. It was a nice break. It was much needed. Good. Getting up there too. That's what's nice right. about it is it kind of drives you a little bit nuts for like the first day, but there's no cell service up there at all. There's no Wi-Fi up there at all. Right. And what was hilarious is I, I swear this is the people that work there at the lodge in the little general store. They pick on people, I think. They tell them like, oh, yeah, if you go over there and stand by the sunglasses, there's sometimes people can get like a phone call or get a text message there. And no joke, you walk in there and there's people walking around with their hands up in the air with their phone trying to look at it, <laughs> trying to put it closer to an air conditioner that they said they work. And I think they do that and record them just to make, look, make them look like a bunch just of idiots. But they're it. like legit uh, trying to get cell service. I'm like, dude. Let it go. I love Dude, it. Dude, you're out here for a reason. It's so that yeah. you don't have to have cell service. Yeah. And so I did a lot of fishing with my son. We were on our nice. stand-up paddle boards and caught a ton of fish. It was fantastic. And we're out there on the middle of the lake. And I, I bring my phone with me solely so I can take pictures, right? Um, and I keep it inside my tackle box, which is like anchored down, and it's waterproof. It's not gonna, it's not gonna take the dive to the deep uh, depths <laughs> of the lake like I did once before. So I'm not worried about that. But randomly, there's little spots out there on the lake that it will get like one bar of service, and then like like a random text will come in, but you can't respond to it. So it just absolutely drives you a little bit bonkers because it's connected to my uh. my watch, and I'll get a text and I'll see something I'm like. Oh, they need something. I'm not going to be able to get back to them for three days. So, <laughs> well, just oh, delete well. <laughs> or dismiss. So, yeah, you'd we be, uh, you'd you'd be shocked how many people come in the shop and they're like, "Where's Jake?" I'm like, oh, "He's on vacation." They're like, "Okay, can can you ask him this for me?" I was like, "No, no, he's on vacation." <laughs> like, where yeah, where at? Can can I call him? I was like, "No, yeah. you can't. He's at Lost Lake. <laughs> <laughs> you have to figure it out next week, man." <laughs> yeah, okay. it was that was unreachable. Yeah. 
But That's um, good, man. I think the the two days I spent fishing, I think I brought in like 15 or 16 trout, which oh, was pretty wow. good. My son caught a bunch of trout as well. That was fantastic. The gravel bike for the win. Gravel bike at Lost Lake for the absolute win. That place I, is I wouldn't spectacular. have expected that. I'm glad you took your gravel bike and Dude, not your road bike. I didn't scratch the surface, and I probably rode, I don't know, five hours maybe while wow. I was there over the couple days. And nice. I, I just all I want to do is go back there and ride all of it now. There are logging roads. There are like abandoned, like a ton of access roads. Was it there. like a two-hour drive for us? Uh, did you have to like come forty-five? Did you have to go from like the camp, like down the the big hill mountain, maybe, and you have then to come start finding? No, dirt. there's stuff there's that stuff you can connect right at the from top. There. So uh-huh. when okay, Matt's been there before. Like yeah. if you were going down to the boat launch, you're coming down from the main entrance. You go down to the boat launch, yeah. and you kind of hang on a little bit of left. You can take that uh, road, and then it hits to where there's gotcha. a fork on the road. And there's two gravel roads that you can take there. The one that goes to the right dead ends. The other one that goes to the left. It's the Forest Service Road 1340, and that will take you all the and way down. Good pretty far down the, the hill past where a lot of the windy stuff is that you drive to come up there and it connects with the road there but there's other roads that you can connect with when yeah. you get there also when you first come into the campsite you're going to go straight to go to all the campsites well there's another little dirt road or gravel road that goes to the left that one goes for about a mile then dead ends and then but if you go right you'll see a big barrier there and it says road closed if you follow that down that gosh i rode that for 15 miles and you're like oh my gosh it's still going oh it's my still, gosh, it's, still it's going. all it's like awesome. downhill going down so it makes for I, I i think it ends up being like a six or seven mile climb to get back up there people are trying to call us they're trying to lost lake calling us here lost hey lake. don't give away all of our secrets <laughs> exactly so. um anyhow that's a park ranger right there talking about stuff that people can't visualize or see it's fantastic and there's a lot of cool stuff to see there great vistas great views the smoke though the the uh, smoke kind of came back rolled in there yeah. were some fires in southern oregon if i'm not mistaken you know the the air quality though oh god i'm i'm not about to say what i was about to say out loud <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad you caught yourself evan <laughs> but not terrible vancouver smell not good yeah, yeah, no yeah, it's not good that's not better so the the smoke rolled in and like there's a fantastic view of Mount Hood up there and you, you get this picturesque like it can't be framed any better with the trees and the lake, lake and the the, yeah. the mountain right in the background it's just it's we live in the best stunning. part of the country so you the first day it. I went there I always go up there and take a picture of that just because I want to put that in my ride right you know right <laughs> and then I went back up there this Tuesday and then I went back up there on Thursday and took the same picture you couldn't even see the mountain and the mountain just sticks out oh, like yeah. a giant sore thumb and because it feels like it's of right the there smoke that rolled in exactly wow. yeah. so that was Thursday and we were by the lake all day you could it was definitely smoky but you couldn't smell it really it was like maybe sometimes you get a little twinge of it but not a big deal and then we left on friday to go down to bend to go to my daughter's soccer tournament and um as we're driving down there you felt the smoke getting a little bit thicker and then we were there on saturday morning for a soccer tournament 7 30 in the morning and the aqi the air quality index had it at 150 and that was their break oh. point so they decided to instead of playing the game to do penalty kicks and they were going to hope for the best and see if the wind would blow it out and things would change as the day oh. would go on and they would play games. So they all got to do a penalty kick. I drove three hours down to Bend to watch my daughter for do one penalty, one penalty kick. Got photos of for, it, though. No. Exactly. Oh, my God. That makes sense. Now, when I was looking at the photos, I'm like, oh, that's cool. She's taking a penalty kick. That was the only thing that happened that game. That was all that happened that game. <laughs> so we went back to the hotel, and an hour later we got an email saying that the air quality index was uh, not going to get better. As a matter of fact, oh it had gotten God. worse by that point in time. We were seeing stuff that was getting into like the low 300s. 
and that's not good. they canceled the tournament. So we packed up, and the hotel was gracious enough to refund us for that second night that we were supposed to be there, and we drove home. So we drove six oh. hours to watch my daughter kick the ball one time. Did she score? Uh, no, she oh, did not. So the keep, okay. the keeper almost botched it. My wife and I are looking at the pictures afterwards. Like that looks like it went in, but it doesn't matter because they had out kicked him by I think like two points or oh, two gotcha. or three goals. So nice. anyway, it doesn't matter. They they won that and yada yada yada. So we drove home and then did a ride with uh, Lance and ran into Matt and went and took a KOM and mm-hmm. that's it. There we go. Uh, Jake has thirteen pages of KOMs. You and, have sixteen, and I have sixteen. But his his are all legit. And Either me and Matt are probably working on one page right now. <laughs> we got one the one page that counts. I'm thinking we got the one page. Also, we probably have a running one or two, which I don't think that they have. Actually, so. Matt has a. I have about, more more running than. Yeah, you have more running than, than cycling. Writing, but yeah. um, Evan, you have you got um, you got two on Saturday. You got two cables really? on Saturday. Nice. You did. Did, did you I take them from Matt? I don't know who he took them from. I will say that Shabadoo has one. If if I'm going to go out there and try and grab that segment back from him that he took from me, that's going to have to be a monster effort. That was a hell he of an effort. He was flying that yeah. day. He yeah. was absolutely flying that day. Yeah. Did you see that Kieran Crossley went out there on his TT bike? And just kind of right. And he, well, he didn't get it, but he said he's going to come back and take it. He's not going to get it from Shabadoo. <laughs> Shabadoo's <laughs> effort was was pretty pretty strong. You're going to need a favorable impressive. wind day. Yeah. You're gonna, yeah. I will go after it, but I am not banking. I'm going to get that back from him. <laughs> That's that's gonna be a big effort. <laughs> Maybe we should have a little Strava KOM competition. Oh, I'd love if everybody went out there and gave that a shot. I would say Give it the beans, you say? Give it the beans. I would I allow got some beans for you. I think that there should be eight person teams. So if you have a TT bike, it has to be solo. But I think if you're a roadie group, I think we could do an eight, eight person, person team. team. Eight person team. Yeah. I'd put money down that I could beat you guys if you guys had eight guys together. As long as Shabadoo's not in that group or Guy Van. That's I my think, only rule is those should, two. I think instead of eight, you should say like four. No, eight I'll is just, too many guys. No, no, no. Yeah, I'll just go way overconfident. I'll just go in- entirely too. You guys have seen the GCN segment where they do this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sai <laughs> si, si beat five, I think. Five yeah. or six. Hey. Hey. Champ here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> hey, Champ Bailey, you back? Champ Bailey here. Back from the Piggly Wiggly? I am back from the Piggly Wiggly. I have not had to testify into a court case yet, so <laughs> I am not being uh, subpoenaed at the moment. So I think the guy must have confessed. Um, there were a couple of big races that started. <laughs> That's your home state. People, people are like, what is he what? talking about? <laughs> I witnessed a shooting when I was in Alabama. Uh, and as you do. As you do. As you do when I you're was, in Alabama. <laughs> we were pulling into the Piggly Wiggly parking lot, and there was a shooting that just happened, and we actually witnessed the uh, retreat. And and so I actually had Escape. to testify. I had to I had to give a uh, oh my god! The did police. the guy die or no? Oh, okay, thank God. He didn't get shot in the face. Is there any more? He got shot in the face shot. and did not die. No, he was like up and talking and. Is it is there more what? of an Alabama statement that then I was at a piggly wiggly? I was and at there a, was a shooting. <laughs> and he got shot in the face. You don't hear that in the Pacific Northwest. And he didn't die. <laughs> and he didn't die. No. On target. We're too close. I've Stay lost on it. Target. So, there is some big bike racing happening. Uh, the Vuelta has started. Stage three happened this morning. Yep. Uh, some dude won in a breakaway. Um, I think Roglic is not in the red jersey anymore. No. And Carapaz uh, lost, lost like 30 seconds. That's, the, yeah. that's the highlight. Carapaz also got a penalty for taking food oh. late. Yeah. 
I didn't, I didn't know all that. Don't blame him. If I was going up that last climb that they had to go up and I was hungry, I'd be like, yeah, steep. take the 20 seconder. Yeah. That's fine. I need food. <laughs> um, two other big races happened this weekend. The Leadville 100 mountain bike race Peter. happened. Yeah. Uh, it, Stetna did not win it. Oh, I thought he did. No. So who? So so there what? was there was hit there was a Leadville. <laughs> Keegan Swenson won Leadville. Oh, was ah. it Keegan? I thought was Stetna there. Yes, Keegan Swenson won. Lachlan Morton took second, second place. place. Really? Yeah. He That's beat cool. Lachlan. Maybe I got wow. my guys mixed up. I yeah, just and worked. Howard Grotz took third who has won it the last couple years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter Stetna was f- fifth, actually. God, brought out the heavy hitters pa- this year. Yeah, Payson McKelvin was fourth, and Peter Stetna was fifth. And huh. Kit Henders finished. Woo! Oh, did wow. he? Let's go, Kit. Did he go to Leadville? He did and Leadville. he finished. He did. Also, he was like in one of the last corrals. He passed 500 people. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Kit trained very hard going into that. a lot to yeah. count. Yeah. You're losing count. He also had to do a lot of work to get by people all oh, the time. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Sure. Rose Grant won on the female side. Rose Grant won on the female side. Uh, super strong. So um, there, there was a different challenge this year. I guess they've tried to do it last year, but it got canceled. They have the Leadville 100 mountain bike race, and then the very next day, the steamboat gravel Kid race. did that too. Yep. Did he really? Mm-hmm. He did both. So the wow. steamboat gravel race, there's several different distances, but the big distance was the 140 mile, 11,000 feet of climbing. That's so brutal. So, and they God. backed that up. Stetna won the lead boat challenge, where he was he had the lowest cumulative time between the two races. Oh my god! He took he took fifth. It's a lot of biking. <laughs> yeah, he took fifth at at the Leadville mountain bike race, and he took third at steamboat. See, this is when you're a Grand Tour cyclist. That's like nothing but a thing. You're like, cool, we're going to so, ride back-to-back eight-hour days. That's fine. So Stetna's <laughs> yeah. comment was these two days were harder than any, than any two Grand Tour. Grand Tour days that he'd ever done. because they're, Oh, definitely. You th- Yeah. They're, they were six-hour days, si- seven-hour, six-and-a-half-hour days Yeah, yeah, at over 10,000 feet. Yeah, you don't get start. to sit in a Peloton. What did they finish yeah. Leadville in? Did they finish sub-eight? Oh, you know, yeah, it's like six and a half is hours. Is it six and a half? Oh, my gosh. Six and a half hours. That's so fast. What that do you get a belt so buckle fast. for? Is it the under 10 or under 9 or something? It's under 9. Yeah. Yeah. They use time trial bikes on the on the. I assume so. They have to. They have to. What kind of aero helmet did he have? It's not per se a technical mountain bike course, but it's 100 miles. over 10,000 feet. Starting at over 10,000 feet. And it goes up to like 13,000 feet. It's... Yeah, it's I know some easy. studs, some hitters who've gone out there and DNF because of the altitude. They yeah. just couldn't handle the altitude. Yeah. And they, these are guys, if you're riding at altitude like or, or like sea level, they will just eat your lunch. I mean, they will destroy you. They go up there and they can't do it. Yes. They've tried it multiple times and they it's can't just, do it. It's just so. too much. The altitude yeah. is just too that much. alone. It just well, those yeah. Colorado animals, man. Yeah. So Keegan just crushed it. But Keegan did not do the gravel race the next day. Instead, he did Breck Epic. The the mountain, start of the mountain bike stage race in Breckenridge, and he won that. So Keegan is like on a different level, but um, the the gravel race steamboat was actually won by Alex Howes. He he actually won the 140 mile gravel race, the steamboat gravel race. Um, I can't remember who was third, and um, <laughs> uh, Stetna. What no, Stetna was third. I can't remember who was second, but it came down to a sprint. Seriously, three person, three up sprint. Wow, 
and Alex Howes won it. Oh, it was Ian Boswell. Oh, oh. Gosh. Alex Howes, Ian Boswell, Peter Stetna. Those are the three guys that got to the end. And Stetna, after having done, I guess Howes did. After puberty? After, <laughs> I, I know. Stetna. I'm just so amazed by this. It's just, it's kind of unreal. But he said that he felt like crap for like three hours. Seriously. Yes. So the first three hours of the race did not feel good. They just didn't feel good. No. And still won. But was, <laughs> but was able to stay with the front guys. Yeah. And then was, and and like after three hours, he's like, yeah, my legs kind of came around after three hours. Isn't it funny how that works Well, that's like, yeah. I mean, like those those guys, though, that like have raced Grand Tours for a good amount of their life, like their, their like endurance, like reserve is it's unbelievable. I mean, it really is. Like. There's probably no combination of races you could put together that's actually no. going to crack these guys. I mean, it's unbelievable. Um, on the women's side, the the gravel race was won by Lauren DiCrescenzo, mm-hmm. um, the athlete who has just been hired back onto the pro circuit and who has Tom Danielson as a coach. There's a little bit of controversy yeah. there. But uh, she's doing well. And the lead boat challenge was won by Sarah Sturm. So she was the highest placer who did both Leadville and Steamboat. So in women's cycling, too, I read a crazy story this morning about the Austrian who won gold. Yes, I read that She's not a professional cyclist. And she has no plans to be a professional cyclist. And you know why? Because she's awesome. Because you go and win a gold, and you're like, I don't want to do this professionally. (laughs) She's like a mathematician, right? Yeah. But the, the, the main reason she doesn't want to be a professional cyclist, she does not like riding in a group. Yeah, she doesn't like group. Well, I'll tell you dynamics. what. And how does she win the Olympics? When you're one of the strongest, c- clearly one of the strongest female cyclists in the world, you're just like, I don't like groups. I'll just go ahead and break away so, and win gold. <laughs> so just, solo breakaway from all these Dutch women. For the just whole friggin' thing, she wins it, and she's like, No, I'm just not gonna sign another pro contract. Also, I don't want to do. These for her, things. she's probably like, you know, this whole Matt Matipsch scene is working out great for me. I'm making good money off this. Why would I want to go and make no money in a pro peloton? <laughs> exactly right. I'll just come every four years and win gold. <laughs> Thank you. So. Pretty crazy. Did she even race the time trial? I don't know. She I probably didn't even have a time trial, but if somebody just went about like, here's a time trial bike, she's like, okay, I'm gonna okay, go win I'll gold go in this too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Champ out. Champ Bailey out. No Cheater. news. Oh, oh god, yeah. Uh big in surprise. not so inspiring <laughs> female cycling news, unfortunately. We should drop this segment. <laughs> yeah. Drop it. Yeah. Uh, are we talking about Katie Compton? Yeah, Katie Compton. How do you Katie feel yeah. about that? Just and break. Igor Polyansky. I will talk about briefly about Igor Polyansky, too. So um, uh, Katie Compton did accept a four-year ban. Massive ban. Um, for testing positive for an anabolic steroid that was found in one of her um, – from from last – from 2019. Samples, yeah. One of her samples from 2019. She – Formerly retired, though, in March of 2021, she though, did. correct? She did. Was she that after retired. she found out that yeah. this it was, was going to come? Oh, wait. No, she... It, it, no. There it was w- no correlation between the two? No. She okay. actually didn't... She had actually... Pat- so the, the test that they, she tested positive for, she'd actually... She'd passed the test, and then mm. it was five months later, they tried a new something to test against her biological passport and found something that looks suspicious so went back and tested again and it was five months after the test where they said hey we have found that you have this in your system katie compton has been a lifelong 
uh, anti-doper, anti-doper yeah. speaking against anti-doping, t- mm-hmm. talking about Betsema, who are uh, the, the the writer who yeah. was busted and mm-hmm. ac- who had accepted a ban and spoke about how they would like they, they would never trust her again, you know, regardless of Betsema said it wasn't my fault. It was a tainted sample. And now the kind of the same thing is happening to Katie Compton. She initially was going to fight the whole thing. And after starting down the road of of fighting it and deciding, you know, I, I don't want this on my record. I, yeah. I want this expunged and realizing what it was going to take and realizing that she wasn't going to be competing anymore. She ultimately just decided this isn't worth it. I'm just going to accept a ban. Yeah. Which is it makes me feel terrible. She has been like a pillar of the yeah, cyclocross community yes. for 15 years. What did she won nationals 14 years in a yes. row? 14 years in a row yeah. she won nationals. So does that taint everything that she has done for the last 15 yes, years? It does. It does if the it test does. is legit. It does. Right. This is the I actually got in like a small argument with somebody about this talking about how people want to believe her. And I said, it depends on the reason you like Katie Compton. If the reason that you were a massive Katie Compton fan was because you thought she was a shining pillar, that's great. But you, 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 if, if you liked her because she was a fierce competitor, you can continue to – she's, regardless of doping or anything like that, fierce competitor and a champion. But, yeah, I mean, this sullies that. And this is the, the, the same thing with me being still a Lance fan. I don't sit there and say anymore, Lance is a shining pillar. He's not. He's an incredibly flawed human being. You have to hold Katie to that same standard if this is legit. Do we know if it's legit? I, I don't know. I mean, none of us are sitting there looking at this. Anybody's going to sit there and try and talk and be like, oh, well, there's cases of tainted meat. I was like, you know who else said tainted meat? Contador. And, Contador said tainted, yeah. You know, you know how many times you've heard the band. tainted meat excuse? I don't want to hear one more tainted meat excuse because that is the most, I mean. That's I, what is it's uh, what was the American runner that just. Yeah. Yeah, she's same thing. Hers uh, Shelby sounds Holy, a little yeah. bit more legitimate though, based they on they always that. sound legitimate Carnitas though. and the the, the B, like it, I know. it goes back and it makes sense though. Like if you look at everything, yeah. I, think, I actually think she might be like one of those people that maybe Shelby's Shelby's case is the one where I'm like maybe. But here's the thing with the hair test because I was looking at a lot of so Contador claimed the same thing with a hair test. Mm-hmm. The problem with that is you're not going to be on anabolic steroids for in, for long periods of time as an endurance athlete. It's actually used in small doses. Sure. So you cycle on and off of them. That means in a hair test, you if you're smart and with the right doc, you're going to cycle through them at an appropriate time where they're not going to be in your system for an incredibly long period right. of time. Like you're not on them for like 10 to 12 months. This is like doping has gotten a lot smarter. So yes, we might look at these and be like, oh, okay, there's like a chance this is off. If you got caught, that just means that you were off a little bit on your timing, in my opinion. But yeah, who knows? Don't know. Yeah. It's tough to have to talk about that because I feel like a lot of people really like Katie Compton. It's just and so I really like Shelby, too. I yeah. thought Shelby was aw- – I love Bowerman. I mean, I would hate to think that Bowerman is doping. That would suck if Bowerman was doping. I just yep. don't want to believe it. Yeah. I, you know? You just yeah. don't want to believe it, even though – We're cynical in the cycling world We now. are we cynical. Be. Yeah. We should be because if you're testing positive – Odds are you probably did it. Yeah. Like, let's just talk stats. Probably you're doping. And these are people that are at the very top, too. But so if, you're saying, been, if you're saying probably, are you saying that, like, one out of a thousand, there's going to be, like, a false? Probably, yeah. You know, one so, out of a hundred, even, I'd say. You know, who knows? Well, and that could be that. That's a lot of people. Because yeah. you are you got to figure those tests are happening. You Wouldn't know. it make yeah. sense? You don't get tested, but you, you know. No. 
some pro pro yeah. pro triathletes will get tested a hundred times in their career. This is this is the thing because I was always I was even talking with Cassie about this. Is like if I was to get tested, would I test potentially test positive for anything? I really don't think so because I don't even take any supplements. I don't take a single supplement or anything. What kind of meat do you eat? Usually not pork. Tainted. To be honest. Tainted meat. One, I, I will say there was a guy, as I was getting a burrito, he was pointing at me, and he had a syringe in his hand, he was squirting it in the burrito, and I still ate that burrito. Still ate, it. Still ate that burrito. <laughs> so a hell of a burrito. A, tell you what, I had a great bike ride you the next day. Great I felt awesome. <laughs> went out and, <laughs> went out and won that race on Saturday. I was like, man, the legs feel great. <laughs> so one of the big reasons why sprint she doesn't want to <laughs> push forward with this is probably because of the financial yes, implications burn, that will come yeah. along with it. It's going to be freaking A, expensive, yep. I'm, I'm guessing. yes. No, if you're legitimately like if one of you guys sitting here at the table were accused of that and it was going to be something that was going to tarnish you and you know for a fact you didn't do it, shouldn't there be some sort of recourse? Wouldn't it make sense to be able to say, no, I call shenanigans here. Something's wrong. Something's off. And then the, the, the organization has to maybe look through it or you know prove that the science is right or do something. I, I don't know. I mean, because if. It's not a false positive. Uh, I mean, there's, I mean, there's appeals processes, and this is, I think, one of the things where it's like this happened in 2019, took five months, but then yeah. there's been th- gone through all of this appeals process, and she's still lost, right? Here, here's one of the things she said. Compton said she hired a lawyer in March in an attempt to defend herself, but she was unsuccessful in finding out how the banned substance got into her system. Yep. She didn't know how she got it, is, is what she said. She said that she decided to stop fighting the legal battle and has instead accepted the sanction due to the expense involved with the legal battle. It was just like, and to me, that means, okay, so are you accepting it because they freaking caught me? Or are they, is she accepting it because I can't afford to fight it? Yeah. So, or, or and my career's sense. done. She could have spent, let's say she spends $100,000 fighting it. And it may not go anywhere. Like, that's money down the toilet, right? Correct. I that's mean, like, right. Not money down the toilet. It's going to the lawyers. But yeah. Yes. But also. That's still, there's a good chance that's, that's not going to, like, it's yeah, not going to yeah. do anything. No. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. If, I just, if she's innocent, I feel terrible for her. That sucks. Yeah. Sucks for hard. somebody like that that's been a pillar for the of the community, I mean, they should have, you know, a little bit more respect, you would think. I mean, I would hate to know that she was actually doing it, but there's. Do you think it behooves USA Cycling or whoever it was that handed this band down to look into it a little bit more? Because if you tarnish or if she tarnished herself, then it's on her. But if her legacy becomes tarnished because of something that was ill will towards her or something that somebody did to her or maybe there was a, a hole in the testing system or something. It, it would behoove them to go back and look and make sure that they really have their I eyes think, dotted. I think USA Cycling crossed. needs to bring in independent if it's, investigators if it's, into that. If it's USA Cycling, I guarantee you someone was like, this is Katie Compton, Katie F and Compton. Yeah. Like, yeah. Are we they sure we're doing this? They don't want Katie Compton they to be testing positive, positive for this. Positive. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is, and do we really, tr- I mean, it's like, do you trust WADA's testing? Us? I mean, yeah, that's the kicker. There was right. literally an Good era question. where they paid off tests. I mean, if if USA Cycling was to look in this and be like, "Hey guys, we looked into it. Don't worry, she's not guilty." Like, would you fully trust that? No, I wouldn't. Yeah. I I trust if that. If humans as are as involved, there's going to be you know, yeah people that are on the take. Yeah, which I mean, like like we were just saying, really sucks if you are not guilty, but. I mean, I mean, she could take a lie detector once. test, yeah. but that in itself is still a quasi soft science, correct? I mean, yeah, yeah, they're not admissible in court anyway. No, yeah. they're not. But I mean, but didn't, yeah, it's didn't just, Shelby take a what, lie detector yeah, test? That's what everyone does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd like to reasonably think if you take a lie detector detector test and pass it, like I'm, I'm gonna maybe believe you a little bit more, but still, like sure. it's an illegal battle. It's 
Yeah. I'm sure Lance would have passed him multiple yeah. detector tests. He would have passed probably anyone they threw it. I feel bad for her because let's say that she did do it. She probably did it because she was having a hard time letting go of the fact that she was aging. She's 44. 44. Yeah. yeah, she's getting beat by people. She's no longer the national champion. Yep. And she's Her career is over. And that's yep. that's been your identity for so long. And maybe she was trying to grasp at some straws there just for one last gasp. You know, if that was the case, I, I feel bad for her. Um, if she didn't do it and there was something yeah. scandalous sure. happening along the way, I feel bad for her there, too. Either I mean, way she's just in like a no-win situation right now. Yeah. Nope. It's yeah. terrible. So champions are human too. That is for sure. Yeah. So I think we all need to start probably seeing that in sports more. That is, yeah. Yeah. Oh well. So, all right. Well, in, in other doping news, Lance mm-hmm. Armstrong's girlfriend or fiance, Anna Hansen, she finished Leadville. She oh, also wow. did the probably Leadville. on some good EPO. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he knows a guy. Somebody <laughs> test her. <laughs> called, called it here first. So, totally she random for sure test. Not totally random out. test here. <laughs> totally um, random test. We're gonna you, get the, the one uh, that's two hundred forty seventh place up here, please. <laughs> she like engaged to Lance Armstrong. Yep. Come on, yeah. you're gonna get tested. Oh totally wow! Random. Had no idea. No idea. She <laughs> like she beat the time cutoff by like three minutes or something. So. <laughs> But still, she you it. beat the time cut off by three minutes. Like, yeah, come over this tender real quick. Sorry, it's totally random. Also, totally as random Matt, contest. okay, real quick. Sorry, this is the last sixty <laughs> seconds on doping. Last six seconds, I promise. Igor Polyansky, the yes. two yes. Russian brothers, they trained with a Ukrainian woman. Okay, I forget Wait, her name. What sport? Three Olympians in the triathlon. Okay, woman test positive first. The Ukrainian that they trained with. Yep. The guys apparently were talking within the we'll just say the peloton of the you know uh, yeah. uh, ITU ranks. And they were saying, I bet Igor and Demeter, the two Polyansky brothers, are going to test positive here soon, too. Random test on Igor on the race right before the Olympics, EPO test positive. Oh. It is in the ITU world. It is for sure, because Igor's been getting his butt kicked over the last two years. Yeah. Which means the guys kicking his butt are, I'd love to sit here and say, they're altruistic cl- oh, and clean, clean. but yeah. there's no way. Well, you know some of those people. I also know how fast the Norwegians are right now, and Ooh. they're insanely fast. Wait a minute! Can't everyone break 13 minutes off the bike of a five k? Oh yeah, exactly. Can't everybody run 28 high? Running. What, what yeah. country were they from? The uh, well, it's not technically a country in the Olympics. It's right. the Russian Olympic Committee, <laughs> which in right. the Ukraine. What a punishment! What a what, what a punishment to Russia there. Uh, we're gonna go and let your country not compete, but all of your athletes can go ahead and still jump in and ruin <laughs> these races with your absolutely garbage testing program in your country. Sorry, <laughs> I've, I have a really strong hot take on this. I think it's ridiculous that any Russian athletes were competing in the Olympics. Ridiculous. Uh, hmm. Yeah, and now multiple tests are coming out from either Russian, former satellite countries, or Russian. Like, and that that Ukrainian one was training in Russia too. So Mm. it's yeah, there's going to be a lot that comes out from this Olympics in a few years where they're like multiple positive tests from that group. I don't think the U.S. is all, you know, shiny, shiny rainbows. No, we are for sure not shiny rainbows. No, no, no. Yeah, but we do better (laughs) at not getting caught or getting documentaries about us. The U.S. is. You know, perfectly clean and perfect. It's a perfect place. Or for sure not. No. 100%. I know Morgan's not doping, but that's about as far as oh. my knowledge goes. Are yeah. you sure? Yeah. How do you know? Oh, yeah. I know somebody who sees me every single day. There'd be no way. No way. Good <laughs> happen. All right. How about are, a little bit of Patreon uh, stuff here, boys? Let's move it on to Patreon. Mr. Lance, you want to pull a little name out of the hat there for our, our Patreon drawing that we haven't done in a little while? Now that we've got all four of us sitting here, we're going to get back to doing some Patreon stuff so that we can actually have another person pull something out of the bin. Today, this week, this person who wins 
Nathan Skanky. Nathan. Nice. Again. Nathan from Gilbert, Arizona, yeah, yeah. a triathlete who. Oh, uh, yeah, triathletes. He is a triathlete. Yep. Yep. Good dude. Good dude. So, Nathan, reach nice. out to us. Um, I think you've got the email, too. You can just send it to info at dialpodcast.com, or you can send it to jake at dialcycling.com um, as well. That'll work. Um, and we'll get you connected with uh, your prize for the week. So, if uh, anybody out there listening would like to become a patron, you can go to dialpodcast.com and click on the link there. Pick a patron that works best for you, and you can help support the show. We greatly appreciate that. Moving on. This Wait, week. we still have a show to do? I thought we were just talking. Oh, that was it. <laughs> we did do a hot seat about doping. <laughs> it's about to get hot. Let's continue. Yeah. Music's so hot. You gotta listen naked. Oh. Is that for Lance? That's for me. This podcast is going to need a PG-13 rating, I think. <laughs> that's hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. Hey, hot seat. You guys want to do hot seat? Does everybody at this table know who that is, too? No. I know Jake does. Oh, yeah. Matt and Lance, do you? It's no. Paris Hilton. Thank you, Lance. Yes. <laughs> Matt, you're officially the oldest guy at this table. Oh, yeah. Paris and I are not. We're not speaking terms anymore. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, who wants to go first out of all you kids? I'll go first. Good. Well, actually, I should go last because I have nothing great. We are, we're always kind of coming up with these hot seat questions on the fly here. But that's that's why it's so super, that they're double hot. <laughs> that's why they're so hot. Uh, I have two questions. Go. One is like your easy out if you don't have an answer to this question. The hot seat is, do you have any quick cycling hacks for triathletes to consider using? Quick okay. cycling hacks for triathletes to use? Yeah, I so do. We talked about hacks on podcasts, maybe two podcasts ago. Yeah. You'll be faster if you quit running and swimming. Yes. Okay. Oh, that's a quick hack. All right. That's <laughs> there you go. Lance, you got to come up with something different. If you uh, want an out, I have another question for you. Uh, you, um, you, you put uh, Crisco on your shin so that you get your wetsuit off faster. Crisco is the only way to do it. Can't use body glide. <laughs> There's also no, some no body glide, glide but body Crisco, glides. go with Crisco. Go I like Crisco. that. <laughs> then yeah. the dogs all will chase you. Uh-huh. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> bike race. You, you oh, I was supposed to cycling. There's you your cycling hack. You race, race bikes. Race if you faster. race bikes uh, against other cyclists, okay. you'll get faster. Good. There you go. Good tips. How about you, Matt? Answer your own question. Uh, well, I have a video coming up in, uh, I don't know, maybe this week, maybe next you week. You just posted a video, like 10 this hacks for triathletes. I did training hacks for triathletes and then the next one is going to be racing hacks for triathletes the training hacks there's stuff like if you pop a tube or whatever don't throw it away like use your tube and use it for swimming and stretching oh i thought you meant training hacks like how to get fast off cycling only off one hour training a week or something like that those are are the real (laughs) money makers no they're kind of like little weird things that you could do um I'm trying to remember what some of the racing hacks are that are going to be in the uh, the next video. I shouldn't give them away, but you guys are listening to the podcast, so you guys get insider info. There you go. Uh, but yeah, you know, I don't think this is actually on there. Like latex tubes are faster than butyl yep, tubes. It is on there. I watch your video. Well, that's an old one, probably. There oh, was it. There's more. Clean drive train is a fast bike. Drive train is yes. fast. Uh, rubber bands. You can rubber band your shoes open and transition if you want to beat Evan in T1. If you want to look like an actual professional, then yes, you yep. can do that. So that keeps your mm-hmm. shoes open, and then you basically, as you as you pedal, the rubber band snaps. Yep. Mm-hmm. There you go. Cool. You could use that in a uh, cyclocross. Just stop in the middle of your race, tie the rubber tie band on, the rubber band so I can then, jump back on faster. And then faster. when you jump back on, and then run barefoot. Damn, <laughs> you're, you're good. You're good to go there. <laughs> cool. Do we? Do you want to answer your, or ask us your second question? Well, the other one is a weak he can question. Save it. The he, other one's weak. Yeah, I'm the happy other one, to answer if you want. The other to one is what? What? What's the best bike shoe for me to purchase here next? Because uh, people are making comments on my videos about how rough my shoes are looking. 
So it's time to buy some shoes, and I bought some physique triathlon shoes that were not great. I'm sending those back. But I do love my legs. We talked about Giro, potentially the mm-hmm. Imperial. Yeah, Imperial. Okay. Those are some great shoes. I love them. They're light. Lake is a good triathlon shoe. Lake triathlon shoes. I, I want to try Bont. The, Bont. Yes, Bont. I know they're expensive. And Bont and Lake are similar structures. They're pretty wide for foot. Yep. yep. I didn't realize this, but we have access to Bont here at the lake. Oh, oh really? Yeah, yeah. Nice. So we get some Bont shoes. If I do know of everybody triathlon wise who's gone to Bont loves it. And I think Lake is just a similar type of shoe. Sure. But I like it. Yeah, I like it's good like for people with wide feet, too. So I yep. might get like a cycling shoe like a, for all the you know yep. road stuff and then get like a triathlon shoe. Yeah for all the future triathlon races that I do. I cross them over because if I do bike race, I want to make sure people know that I don't know what I'm doing. So you should probably like (laughs) not wear socks when you're bike. I wear ankle socks and bike races too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I still wear my triathlon shoes from 2004 oh, yeah. on the trainer. They're good shoes. Yeah, They're good shoes. And Great speed shoes. play pedals. That's on my trainer. Can you wear an arrow <laughs> helmet in the uh, bike race? Are you allowed I to asked in PR. They said no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Evan, do you want to go next? What is your favorite or least favorite, depending on how you want to look at this, VO2 structured bike workout. I did one this morning. There you go. You can either put what's you the one you think you get the most effect the out of That's or what's correct. your least favorite. Yeah. Um, go, Lance. Okay. The, today, I actually was able to actually complete it, uh-huh. which is always a good thing. Oh, yeah. With the a VO2 good VO2 workout. workout is one that you only complete probably one of every four times. <laughs> it was uh, It was 30 seconds. It was yep. 30 seconds on, 15 seconds off. Ronestad. Yep. Yep. And mm-hmm. I did. you did 13 intervals of yep. 30 seconds, and then only a three-minute break, and I did that three times. You made it through that three times? Yeah. You're an absolute champion. So there were... Me and Chris so Bag actually talked about that workout. He is not a fan of that workout. The 30 seconds on, 15 There's on. There's been some research against it, definitely, just because the study that it references was poorly done, but I think it's highly effective because it's freaking brutal to get through. It's one of the hardest workouts I've ever very, tried to do. It was, yeah. it was hard. And I did it outdoors, which is also hard to do, yeah. trying to find routes that you can go on and off and not yeah. yet but yeah it's brutal I, I i managed to complete it today oh god so oh my gosh oh uh, that's that that i think i threw open my mouth a little bit hold on it's a second. hard <laughs> yeah because no, 15 Rana, seconds you don't Rana really hard. recover mm-hmm. it's a big belgian workout that's yeah. like oh well, yeah the minute on 30 seconds off how do you do with that one uh not as good I do six of those 30 second breast intervals. And then there's like a three minute break between those. And then you do like three of those sometimes. And then as you start to acclimate those, you just add more reps. Reps. Yeah. Those I got pretty stinking strong, but they suck. They are super hard and you feel like your legs are going to fall off. You're going to throw up and your head's going to explode. But well, guess what? Bike racers. Yeah, that's bike racing. You don't get faster if you don't do You can intervals. also just jump into a bike race and get basically the same idea. Yeah. That's <laughs> I think the Zwift workout that I do sometimes when I'm feeling chipper is like the – it's three by five minutes, and then I think you throw like a little sprint in there, like it's a one-minute pickup, mm-hmm. and then it's that through that a couple of times. Okay. What, what are the five minutes at? Um, according to this – it says 95% FTP, but that sounds high to me. Gotcha. Yeah. I guess it depends on how accurate your FTP is set on yeah. Zwift, which... Which makes or breaks all those workouts, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But that... I think I usually... I mean, it's like that's like the go-to workout. I feel like I don't need that much variety in my yeah. like, cycling workouts. It's like, oh, this is the one where you want to hurt? Okay. Yeah. This right. Is, this will hurt. Mm-hmm. 
I give I give a four by four to a lot of people like me and Josh will try to do it. Four by four yeah, at about one fifteen percent, which oh. gets really, really, really hard. Oh. I've actually never made it through all four. You mean four minutes on? Yes. What's the recovery in between? Uh four minutes. It's a one to one okay. recovery ratio. Four minutes on, four minutes off. No, no, no. So so yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, you, you go four minutes at one fifteen percent. That's that's high. Oh, it's very high. It's it's hard. When I give it to people, I tell you, like, let's see how many we can make it through this week. I think I've had a couple people make it through all four when they're really yeah. feeling awesome. But, yeah. Yep. Cool. Ouch. Yep. Lance, you want to ask with your uh, hot seat question? Okay, coaches. Yep. Go. How long do you think you can stay in top form? As long as I want to. <laughs> Um, <laughs> at least 91 years. <laughs> uh, use it or lose it, baby. Use it or lose it, Lance. There's no getting off top form for 90 years again. <laughs> like how? That's like, a great okay, question. I, I was just like talking peak, with Josh about this today. Like how actually. long can you be at a peak? Yeah. I don't think, I think it's like f- daily, flightingly, like you're, you're there and it's just, I think it's very, very, you're very, very lucky to hit a race when you're at like true at peak. peak. It's hard. It is hard. I've been struggling with it because I I raced all spring. Yeah, I did all these mountain bike races in spring, and I, 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 I purposefully took like a month or a month and a half off where I didn't do anything structured. I just, you know, rode so that I could try to peak again for the mm-hmm. cyclocross season. And last year or the year before, I didn't do that. I just like I'm just gonna stay fit all year. Because I'm Superman, yeah, and it doesn't work. (laughs) You 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 don't get beyond a certain level, and I just didn't know. I mean, is the peak you're shooting for like a three week peak? Is it two weeks? Is it is it matching one race? No, you're trying to peak at one race. Yeah, this is this is one of the best. You don't peak at regionals and nationals. Yeah, like do peak at nationals. This like, is one of the best or, or like, one of the other. questions I feel like in the endurance world from like a coaching perspective. And Matt gets to see this from a younger, different sport. So running sure. is a little bit different, I think, because you're talking about more breakdown in running. So I think sure. the peaks are shorter in running. Maybe. And I think they're harder to get to. Cycling and triathlon, I feel like the peaks are easier to hold a little bit longer and they're not as sharp. Running, I think Matt's completely right. I think you got two peaks in a year in running. Tops. Yeah. And Here's another, I was just talking with Josh about this, is, and this is just as I enter my 30s now, you know, as I'm now an older <laughs> racer. I'm joking. Deep but this, into your 30s. Deep into my 30s now, a few at, weeks at, now. At 20, <laughs> are, did you already turn 30? Yeah. I'm already 30, yeah. Okay. Deep into my 30s here, Lance. <laughs> like a couple weeks. So, a couple weeks. I think when you're younger, the peaks are much sharper, but I feel like they're very fleeting short, yeah. and I think the recovery actually needs to be longer after those really sharp peaks. I'm not sure if that's mentally from high schoolers or physically as much, but I feel like as a runner, when you hit a really, really sharp peak as a high schooler, the come down is a little bit tougher. I think when you're like talking like kids who race like NXN in their absolute top shape, yep. I feel like there's, I mean, it's not infrequent to see kids get injured after that, to like sure. get a little bit of mental burnout too. I feel like as you age, that peak is not as sharp. So it's not like you're going to see a four week build result in this like massive gain in fitness. I'm going to use yeah. a, a local kid as an example, uh, Keller Norland had one of the coolest peaks I've seen in training. This guy went to Project Podium, uh, which is a, a Olympic development program for draft legal racing, uh, threw together some good run weeks, and just like, boom, was killing it at the end of the cross season. And this is like after, I mean, really like not a ton of volume training, honestly. He just went into just some smooth, good, like 30, 40 mile run weeks, and then, you know, like triathlon style training. And then all of a sudden, we're just like, boom, killing it. 
And I think that that's the, the, these peaks are sharper and faster when you're young. As we get older, it's like longer builds, long, long, long builds. If you start yeah. to mess around with too much rever- you know, reverse periodization or anything like that, you're going to end up like burning yourself out, honestly, right. I think, as you get a little older. But those peaks, I think, can be longer. So when you're talking about your 40-year-old really experienced endurance athlete that's got years and years built underneath them, just be careful, more careful with your builds. You know, if you've got, like Lance, like, you're okay, I got a cyclocross nationals coming up. I want to be fit in three months. Start now. Don't increase massively quick. Make it a slow build, and you're going to hit that race and be okay. Yeah. Instead of thinking you can do these, like, four-week builds that, you know, you might see your high school cross-country, you know, right. kids do or – even as Kit coaches uh, uh, young, really, really fast mountain bike racers, he talks about it all the time. He's like, yeah, these kids can just gobble up yep. training intensity and volume in short periods of time. But he says he's got to be careful with them because – They the, burn out. So yeah, yeah. The, so I think the mental burnout for me, like really how long do I think I can hold a peak right now? I'm not lying. I think I can hold a peak for three months. And not the peak that Matt's talking about where we're talking like – Like that, that race where you're that, – Yeah, yeah that, that like one magical race. I'm talking about I can hold really good fitness for three months, but that's taken me now 12, 13 years to develop the ability, I think, to hold three months at at a peak. Yeah. Interesting. That's where, what are you seeing? Lance, I mean, what are you, what are you thinking? Where are you at? Where's your head at in this? Everybody's different. When's Cross Nationals? Everybody's different. What's your? Cross Nationals is is in December. Is that what you're looking for? It's in Chicago. I'm not even sure I'm going to go. Yeah. Because... It's in Chicago. So you're trying to figure out Wait, in where. December in well, Chicago? Well, it's like the second week of December. Do not go to that. No, the weather's going to be absolutely well, terrible. Well, that, that's the way cross is. Dude, I'm saying like <laughs> really bad. Like I'm <laughs> yeah. from that region. You do not want to yeah. be racing cross it's, in December in the Midwest. Yeah, it's usually, usually be. nationals are a snow race. It's going to be beautiful. <laughs> Dude, you're going to need to bring a fat bike for that. Like there, <laughs> a cross bike will not work in that snow. <laughs> so be beautiful. I'm not positive. Be I really want to go to that. But you want to do well in the series. I want to do well on the cross crusade cross series, series if it happens. So, and, and there's nine of those races or eight of those races. And I kind of set up my plan to peak at the last one so that I would be building towards those. I think that's perfect. You can hold great fitness over. What is that? An eight week series? Uh, 10 week series. Yeah. You can hold really good fitness over that. So that's the the point is trying to be there. And I, and like two years ago when I worked through a whole training program like that, I did peak really, really well towards the end of the year. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm hoping to be able to do. Whoa. Yeah. So hmm. what about you, Jake? You got, a, you got a hot seat question for us? Okay, guys, you ready for my hot seat question? Yep. What is the best way to secure a bike shop? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, location, maybe? It's this like, one. <sighs> this one hits close to home here, but... Yeah. Uh, cabling all the bikes. Yes. Um, Lance is going to take mine here. I know we were talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about cabling yeah. the bikes. Yeah. Now, what if they come in and see all said cabled bikes sitting there and like, dang it, can't take the cable bikes, but I'm going to take a bunch of the crap and I'm going to come back again another time with some cable cutters and now you got a bike. Is it really a way to secure a bike shop properly? Dog. I don't know. I was thinking you guys are going to come up with some cool we, like laser. We need an attack dog. Being attack dog? Yeah. Um, Attack dog to give him the beans. Glitter bombs. Glitter bombs everywhere. the title of this podcast. <laughs> give, give it the, the beans. beans. Give it the beans. Uh, I can't think of 
a great way I to think do it without like just being like we, we gotta be in a not location. in a bad area. No, no we're not. No, we're, no, we're, no, we're not. Like people are like, God, you got broken into again. We're not in a bad area. I no. mean, people very well could be traveling. This is a very well was a very low crime area. Yeah, very low. Uh, what was the text message I sent you last night at about eight o'clock last night, Evan? It's unbelievable. I know there, there was <laughs> there another break in locally. It, well, it was a strong arm robbery, is what they yes, not just a break in. It, it was, was here oh in the gosh. same shopping center, and yeah. I had multiple people ping me and said please tell me this wasn't the lab again and i'm like oh no my heart like sunk in the beginning and i'm like <laughs> looking at all the video cameras because i can look at those online and thankfully not everything looked fine you know yeah. everything was fine when we got here today but uh, there's yeah. God, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world that just kind of sucked right now but there is a a homeless camp that's nearby but i By don't Evergreen high school i mean the, the yep. guy that came in here last knew exactly what he was coming in here yeah. for he was very calculated and he was yeah. here for two minutes he got in and out there's some speculation that they might be part of some other crime syndicate that yeah. maybe specializes in certain industries. I think, maybe I think but between Portland and Vancouver, you have a lot of these right now. So yeah. this is, these are organized groups. This is this is not just random some guy who's like, oh, I think I want a bike. Like that's yeah, they, but they it, know you'd think doing. that they would send two people in if it was going to be like really organized. Maybe, but uh, that guy got in and out so stinking quick. I mean, he could have taken a lot more if there were two of them, but. I, he knew exactly know. what he was taking. There were some yeah. high dollar things that were don't yep. take up a lot of space. Yeah. He came in with a big white duffel bag and filled that thing up to the brim and then grabbed the most expensive out. bike that Less we had 60 here. 60 seconds. It was very calculated. So, yeah. so what I are think, some I think that the the two big things are we you know, you you, you got to slow down the robbery which I think the cabling helps even if they're able to bring in something and it at least yeah. slows it down a little bit. And I think the response time from the police is going to be what like 30 minutes if an alarm goes off at the fastest. Yeah, but I mean, we. That, that's a lot of time for him to. Yeah, but like we he took two minutes. Yeah, if the alarm's going off full blare. The alarm company calls Ryan. Yeah. Who Ryan gets, was here in less than four minutes. Yeah. He oh, missed, wow. No, he missed, the, he missed the guy by five minutes. So, yeah. wow. well, six minutes then is when he was here. Yeah. yeah. So, it'd be good got, for him to run into no, some. That's what we were talking about. I mean, very. No. Yeah, you know, this guy's got a crowbar and a bunch of garbage in, in his hands, but, yeah. you know, I don't know. That just kind of sucks. The, the The police showed up over an hour later. Yeah, that's when they finally came in, God. and their excuse for being so late was they were on a shift, shift change. change. Wonderful. I'm like, well, what if somebody was actually here? Like, what if this guy decided to come in at six o'clock in the morning, and maybe somebody was working? Yeah. Like one of the female. I'm here at five thirty in the morning. What if he had a gun and there was something yep. going on and there was a shift change? Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. I mean, I the guy this came in at five forty, and you get here five thirty. So if he, yeah, if he was here on a weekday, then Evan would have yeah. given him the beans. Probably given him the beans. Well, I don't know if I have many you beans to give. You would have been There's dumb and done something dumb. I bet. Probably. <laughs> Anything off the very, wall that you guys can think me, of? Me and Jake both get pretty yeah. angry about this. So I know I would do something dumb. Hire Macaulay Culkin to come down here and set up some booby yes. traps. <laughs> I, I think, I think taking and as as we talked about, this is taking away some of the more expensive bait, at least out of the space, is probably good. But I mean, if you're a typical bike shop, like you can't always do that. But uh, you have to merchandise. You have to have yeah. stuff around. I mean, oh yeah, I've got this. Let me run to my storage unit, run to my house, and get it and bring it back. I mean, that's just you have the van. Yeah, yeah. If I keep it in the van, then somebody's gonna go to my house and bust the back doors I open. <laughs> but I, that's my plan. I'm gonna say, yeah, yeah, Jake, put it in your van. I'll just be over to your house. Yeah, <laughs> steal the whole van. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like none of drive up. none of the options are, are easy or good. I mean, it's not it's not an environment that's easy to run a business in. That that is for sure right now. Oh, I've even been hearing of local Vancouver restaurants getting broken into. It's like restaurants. It's like this, it, yeah, not even cash. I mean, they're they're not even cash rich places. Like, what is going on? I don't know. Roll top security doors. 
for, roll for all the windows. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you think you can find one of them to sponsor us? <laughs> Give a little spot <laughs> exactly. on the, the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys come up with anything or any of the listeners, if you guys have some good ideas out there, I'd yeah. love to hear it. I know as for the glass, I know that I believe it's three M that makes this, yeah. this film, this plasticky kind of stuff that goes over the windows. You can't tell it's there, but if you try and like beat it down with a sledgehammer, it doesn't work. It just, it, it takes forever to break through to get a hole big enough for a body to go through there. The guy was standing there. I'm just going off memory here, but I think it was like 10 minutes or something like that. You know, that guy wouldn't have done that for 10 minutes. So No. Yeah. For no you, glass, you'd find I mean, a softer that, target after yeah. five minutes, honestly. Yeah. So, but I mean, our back door is super secure. It's got multiple, multiple locks on it. But I'm sure yeah. if they really want to get into that too, they could, you know. But yeah. So would you try and like lock down these two, yeah. this window and these two doors? Is that what you're thinking? I'm thinking more of the exterior stuff. Like yeah. this interior stuff. And like at first there were some comments mm-hmm. like, well, why don't you lock those French doors that go into the lab space? Because we've got the bikes outside the lab and yeah. on like a little showroom floor, if you will. And then there's some yeah. French doors that come into the lab here. And it's a really nice setup. Yeah. Like, why don't you lock those doors? Well, what would he have done? He would just smash those smash too. Those and we'd be replacing yeah. those as well. Yeah. So he just replacing even Unless more. that glass was, like you said, some sort of 3M shatterproof something. Yeah. Yeah. He would have gotten different stuff. He would but have gotten bikes out his, there. But. You, you know, he could have used the crowbar just to pop that door open. But it's neither here nor oh, there. Yeah. I mean, he... he could have just walked away with three or four bikes out there as opposed to the one that was in here and yep. all the other stuff. But yep. it was just easy stuff for him to carry that was high value that was small that he can get out of here with. So, I mean, when you're talking about one person being able to walk out of a facility with over 20000 or $25,000 worth of merchandise at MSRP, that's that that guy knew what he was doing. Yeah. You know, kudos to him, I guess. I mean, good job, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you see some uh, cheap Garmin watches and some cheap Garmin rally pedals out there and uh, – a nice BMC road machine with mm-hmm. MV wheels and yeah. other. I already, on it. already bought all of those things. <laughs> One guy, he was wearing blue. He looked nice. Two hundred bucks. Yeah. All right. That's a good deal. That's yeah. about all I want to do to talk about that. I that still bums me out. Thank God yeah. for insurance, but that's another deductible that's out of the the pocket of the lab here. And I can't think of move a great on. way to secure right. this place. That's the sad part. Yep. Yeah. Now there was somebody who made a, a comment of like, can you get a security guard to patrol or have the mm-hmm. the, the center here? Because especially after what happened last night, the security guard would definitely be a good deterrent. Yeah, you know, some motion yeah. detector lights and whatnot, and somebody rolling around here. I mean, that could help, but yeah. I doubt they're going to foot the bill of paying somebody to sit down here. Yeah, that's expensive. I don't know. Maybe right. do something. <laughs> let's move on. Let's do yeah. this one last thing. Let's run around the table and let's start with Evan Price. Uh, one last thing. Um, I really got nothing right now. We'll yeah. come back to you. We'll let you think of something. Yeah. Matt, you've always got something good for us. Yeah, I posted a video with 10 triathlon hacks, 10 triathlon training hacks. I'm yep. going to do another video that's going to be 10 triathlon racing hacks. I don't know when I'm going to get to that, but it'll be soon. I've kind of got it like half recorded. And then uh, Koros has a new watch coming out tomorrow. Um, we're recording this on a Monday. It'll come out. Will this podcast come on Wednesday? Yeah, maybe early. I don't know. I did that last week and it worked okay, out, well, right? We'll uh, see. We won't give any <laughs> names on the watch, but there will be plenty of stuff for you guys to check out if you're into Koros watches and things like that on the old YouTube. YouTube.com slash M. Legrand. Go yeah, find nice. me. Legrand. Subscribe. Cool. Hit all, hit all the like buttons. Nice. Do the YouTuber While stuff. you're subscribing to people, subscribe to Lance and Jake. Oh, They've yeah. got a hell of a channel. The Dowd Cycling mm-hmm. Cross a thousand subscribers yeah i think we're about 13 we're about 1300 now i know i've got a couple weeks before they pass me up (laughs) (laughs) doubt that's gonna happen aren't you at 10k almost Mm, eight eight nice 
Sweet. Nice. Lance. Uh, big news in the Hepler family. My youngest daughter oh, got engaged yes. yesterday or the she's day before. The youngest Absolutely. and the first to get engaged. She right? is the she's twenty one. She is the youngest. What's she Lake is doing? Come the on, first Lake. to get engaged. Come on. Lake is dating up a star. Woo-hoo. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> right. Twenty twenty one. You feel like that's young to be getting uh, engaged? you know, she's You guys have known the couple forever. She's sharp. Yeah. So, uh, you know, she's been, she's fantastic. Um, she's, she's getting married to Juliana, a, Juliana. a woman who is fantastic. She's gone yeah. on vacations with your family. She has. We Quite love her. She is and part of the family. Here's the thing. And we are super happy about it. I'm surprised yeah. Juliana's like, hey, I'm going to, this family here is she a, did. a bunch she, of weirdos. She has come on several vacations with she us knows and still wants to be part of the family. That's shocking. Bold. That's, yeah. So At that go, point, so that marriage figure. is lasting forever. <laughs> <laughs> Bold. 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 So we're all very excited. We're super happy to have Juliana. Julia's part of the family. She's awesome. She's always got a smile on her face. She she's always game. She's active. She's that's a good fit. Hard what worker. Fit Do they know like smart. have they started thinking about like wedding dates and stuff? I have stuff? no idea. You're gonna be all on, on board. As long as it's not in the cycle cross season. I'm not gonna help during the fall. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> like this better it seemed be, like they would do like a destination wedding, like maybe at the river or something. I don't know. They might. Who knows? Yeah. So that's exciting. Sweet. Yep. All right. My one last thing is we are starting the Dialed 100 oh, backups. Yes. That is going to start this coming Wednesday, the day that this podcast oh. comes out. So I if you don't think I'm going to ride Wednesday, so I will be one ride down already. <laughs> You're That's already out. Already on, on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> You're out on Thursday. So it's 100 consecutive days of riding. The, the whole event will finish up on Thanksgiving this year, which is November 25th. Um, the rules stipulate that you must ride for at least one hour a day. Yes. At least one hour a day. And you... Um, can ride on the trainer. Trainer does count. So trainer you counts. You can go as slow as you want to. I rode with my ten year old at the time. Sure. One time. Sure. And that counted. Yeah. It's like I don't know. Somebody asked me, is now. it okay if we ride two hours one day and not the next? No. And no. No. It's Absolutely not. <laughs> not. not how this works. <laughs> nope. Because then I Every would for sure day. be finishing this dialed one hundred. You can break up a ride because or sometimes I've broken up a ride by accident because one computer fails and you switch yeah. on your watch. It doesn't matter if it's a half an hour in the morning, total. half an hour in the evening. As long as it yeah. totals an hour, it doesn't have Pretty to be one solid hour. That, that'll that work too. And we did have some people that rode and they started their ride at like 11.01 and finished at 12.01. Like yeah. that that works. That's and okay. 11 yeah. p.m. Yep. Yeah. So little things like that are good. So just if you have any questions or if you're not quite sure about the rules, you can submit something to the commissioner. Yes, the rules. The rules aren't super strict, but you got to do. You got to do it. The round five. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And then uh, Sean and I will actually be wrapping up 365 days this week as well. Oh, and I think you should. Finish out, I think you should finish out the calendar year. Um, I am committed to doing the next album 100. We'll see how the calendar year so goes. At least 465. Oh my god. Yeah. So we'll see. That is so many. So stupid. So, all right, let's call this thing a wrap. It's all getting, right. Get along with the two. Thank you for listening. We will see you next week. Until then, bye for now.